The fall savings event is going on now at Mexon Buick GMC on Route 22 in Union. It's the season for change, so there's never been a better time to upgrade your style with a new Buick or GMC today. Lease a new 2020 Buick Encore GX Preferred for only $159 per month for 24 months. The leaves aren't the only thing falling this month. Change into your new ride during the fall savings event at Mexon Buick GMC, where you pay less because we say yes. Visit MaxonBuickGMC.com for details. I was like, I was mad as hell. I, I, I was second guessing what I was, what you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was like, man, what am I doing? I'm a grown man sitting with a, with a dress on standing <laughs> in front of all these people, and they put a church hat. I swear to God they did. But look, look at this. This is what he did for Tyler. Hey, that's clean. That's what, that's what I'm saying. This dude. Do you do beards? I can't uh, grow a beard. I'm I know, Why does that look like Colin Powell? Yeah. Right. But that's what he's doing his thing. But that's Tyler. But he put it on. I'm like, yo. That joint, that joint is dope. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, just, it's just to see something look real. Because, you know, you've yeah. seen women with them edges nah, and they know, stuff. That oh, that's my dude. Yeah, there's, there's him and, and there's another stylist here that is so cold that I feel they can do movies. Yeah. And it's, it's, a, it's, it's a tall – I forgot his name. Once I remember his name, I, I, I swear to good, I'll let you know. Why you thinking on it? Right. This is the Life is Dope podcast. <laughs> oh, this is on? <laughs> We own. Hey, like, what the hell? You right, was doing right. what? Right, right. Oh, uh, man. I am graffiti. <laughs> Dave, you here? Oh, yeah. I'm here. <laughs> Mike on. <laughs> I'm, da- I'm Davey, I think. I'm still Davey. Right, there it is. Oh, yeah. uh, man. And uh, we got a special guest that dropped in on us. Uh, we're going to let him introduce himself. Who we got in the middle, bro? Man, you already know. We got, uh, I mean, you, you've seen him on, like, all the, the Tyler Perry uh, movies. Most recently, you've seen him on uh, Medea Halloween. Yep, was at the Medea Halloween one, mm. one and two. Oh, mm. okay, okay. Don't don't, discre- don't discredit me. One and two. I was, you know, yeah. I was dressed up for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all show some love one time for comedian Shed G. Hey, in this thing. Long overdue, brother. Good Promise to have you. you here. Good to hey, have man, you. Hey, man, first here. of all, I would like to say y'all do y'all do our own thing. Thank you, brother. Ever since I met y'all when y'all got y'all award. Hey, award winning. Yeah, mm-hmm. award winning. Hey. And that's when I first noticed, you know, because I wasn't ever here. Right. But then it's a good thing to see y'all steady going and steady moving. That's love, So brother. appreciate y'all, man. It's the city, man. What's Thank up? Thank you. But for the people who don't know, can you just let them know a little something about yourself? Um, I'm a Virgo. I was born <laughs> in Denver. Colorado, born and bred here, man. Straight Park Hill. Then I moved to Montbello, graduated from Montbello. Hey. Um, you know, I went to an HBCU, you hey. know, Norfolk State University. Talk to him. Green and gold. Um, then I came back here and was working at Nextel, still doing, start dabbling in the comedy. Right. Then I had the opportunity um, to work with Lewis, uh, Lewis Johnson and, and, you know, Anthony Demmer. And I had did a set one time, and um, Dave Chappelle was at the at the – at the Comedy Works. Mm. Only performed at Comedy Works twice. One time we had um, Robert Townsend, another time was, was uh, Dave Chappelle. So I got to open up, because he was like, yo, I want a black dude, pretty much what he said. I want a black dude, you know, to open up tonight. So right. I opened up, he saw the set, said I was funny, said I need to get out of here right. to get exposure. Moved to Atlanta, rest is history. Started doing movies and different things and touring. Went to Minnesota, radio. Dang now it. I'm in Dallas. Simple, you know what I mean? Dang, but, you breezing like right through all the topics. Hey, man, I'm trying to give y'all this Lifetime movie <laughs> like, quick. man, I'm out here. I'm out here. <laughs> right, right. All right, y'all, that was Shed G. Uh, no. Nah. Right. Right. Um, right. Thank you. Come again. So, no, nah, but you're doing radio now, though. 
Yep, yep. So I do a lot of stuff with radio. That's when I started in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Um, and I moved there from Atlanta just so I can see if I can do the radio because that was always my, my, my dream to be on the radio. So when I moved down there, we was on a station called 89.9 KMOJ, and we blew up the morning show mm-hmm. less than a month. We went up to like six, seven shares. You know what I mean? If you know yeah. radio, that's a, that's a lot of listenership. Yeah. And it's, we just blew up. And then we did our thing. Then I moved to the drive time. And then, you know, black people stuff happened. Right. Where people start getting jealous and, mm. you know what I mean, and, and, and envious of, of you know, because I was on billboards. I'm right. still there, but still doing whatever. Okay, life, like, life flex. Right. And, and it's, it's unfortunate that people will get jealous. Otherwise, I've probably still been there. But, I was, you know, I was like, you know what? It's time for me to move on. Right. And now I'm in Dallas doing some things. Got a good interview um, set up with somebody who's interested. I don't want to say the name. Now okay, because, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Don't, don't, don't spoil it. No, no, don't jinx no. it. Let's, let's try and figure out who's in Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> right. Is it, wait, wait, you don't want to say boys. that name because it's problematic? No, it's not problematic, no. Uh-uh. Not there about to talk to R. Kelly, bro. No, I'm cool. <laughs> I'm cool on R. Kelly. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I always knew R. Kelly what was going on. Y'all didn't even hear the remix that he did back in, what was it, 2000, 2001? No. 12 play? Remix. We already knew back then. It's it, called playing with twelve. No, no, it, it was it was it was play, it was twelve play, but it was remix. But they cut it off. Mm. You know, it was like one will go to a school for fun. Two <laughs> will tempt her with bubble gum. Three we play some hide and seek. See when he when he got to four, we just cut the song. Why did they have like the whole children's nursery rhyme cadence to it? And everything? He did. He did. That was twelve play the song. You know. He, he's, <laughs> He ain't mean to do it, but uh, go on, keep the party going. <laughs> okay, so taking it back a little bit. Mm-hmm. So you have a very particular style of comedy that you mm-hmm. do. Right. Uh, so yours is clean Christian comedy. Yep, clean Christian comedy. What made you go that route? My grandmother, okay. Evangelist Ophelia Ephraim. I'll never forget, um, you know, because when I was growing up, everybody was cussing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, you know, when the deaf comedy jam, oh, and yeah. the BT, you know what I mean? You would see all that. So it was like I just felt like you got to cuss. And, you know, a lot of my comedy is just about life. I mean, I know y'all see me at some of the things, but it's just I talk about life. That's all I do. Right. Talking about being grown up here from Denver and just, you know, that's my experiences. And I got on stage one time and I said a cuss word and my grandmama afterwards was like, why you say that? And I was like, well, you know, she was like, but it would have been funny without the word, mm. you know, and it just made me just understand that. And once I start, she started introducing me to like Sinbad. She gave me the old school Bill Cosby, right? Uh, you know, stand ups, and I was just like, "Wow!" Then she introduced me to this this woman by the name of Mom's Mabel, mm. and if you don't know about her, she she's a, a Christian comic from back in the day that did a thing. So I started listening to those styles, and once I started listening to those styles, and was able to put it to what we had going on in the in the early two thousand, you know, what I mean, and it just blew up because right. I was just talking about life experiences. Right, I think. That's respectable, too, because I think a lot of comedians and rappers do it, too. Mm-hmm. They kind of just hide behind a profanity, mm-hmm. you know, by not being funny. Mm-hmm. Or they ain't really oh, funny. Motherfucker, motherfucker, motherfucker. Oh, motherfucker, oh, motherfucker. oh, like, oh yeah, Oh, man. you cuss on him? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. We, we definitely not well, the... Well, uh, God dang. <laughs> I'm just going to say. Contemporary. Uh, <laughs> right, right, right. right. <laughs> but, yeah, but, you know, a lot of people, that's what they use. They do those words just to feel. Mm. Um, you know certain stuff. So, but unfortunately, sometimes you say cuss words that people will laugh just because you say cuss words. Yeah, and it's all about presentation and what you do. The one thing that I love to do is still be me, no matter where I go. Right. You know, what I mean, I was at Uptown Comedy Club, and I was the only one on the bill who didn't cuss. There was like eight of us. Wow. Mm. And I did my fifteen minutes strong, gave it to him, 
and and afterwards they have us laying uh, up against the wall, and people and we shake people's hands as as they leave. Right. And as they leaving, I swear to good, like almost like half the crowd was like, you know, we we enjoyed you, and we didn't realize you didn't cuss mm-hmm. until afterwards. And that's when you know that you can do what you need to do right. when people don't realize you're not cussing. And Apollo, you can't even cuss on Apollo, right? Mm-mm. No, you can't post. You can't. You can't cuss on Apollo. Um, like anything television, mm-hmm. really, they don't want you to say profanity or, or anything like that. So they try to keep the clean sets. So a lot of times when you do that, and people do all of those things, that's why a lot of people can't make it. Right. You right. Know? And you know one thing I hate. I'm be honest with y'all. Is when I'm doing church events and doing things, and in a comic who cusses on the regular. Be like, yo, I, I can do, I can do, I got a clean set. You can have a clean set, but you got to understand, mm-hmm. you can't, there's stuff you can't talk about in the church. Right, 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 you right, You know what right. I mean? Just because you don't cuss don't mean. Not just the language, but the yeah, subject matter. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And that's the worst thing. You'd be like, yo, are you, are you, what, what are you going, I got a clean set. Right. Because oh, it'll slip out. I'm telling you. Slip <laughs> I was about out. to say, it got to be hard sometimes. Oh my God. It's, I, I've seen it, <laughs> I've seen it happen before. And when I tell you. The, the girl was like, she, oh, my God. And she just kept going on through it, which, which she should have. Yeah. Because you just stopped right in the middle. You know what I mean? And I was just like, no. And, and the funny thing was, was seeing everybody, did she just, did, yeah. did praise God? Did, did this young, did baby just. And it, it was hilarious. So, you know, that's the main thing about it. So I always just try to be true to who I am. So right. I won't slip. Mm. If I, you know, if I go cuss. Well, now, I'm not saying I don't say cuss words from yeah, time yeah. to time because I'm human. I don't say it on the set. You know what I mean? Like when I'm performing, because sometimes you get mad, and sometimes that word need to be said. Right. And like, you say that word, and that's it. Like you raggedy nigga. Right. Oh no, you you, <laughs> you say the n word too. Hold up, bro. God, I love this show. That's the first thing you can think of. Right. Ra- raggedy nigga. Right. That's your cuss right there. Right. Raggedy nigga. Right. I know. I'm, I'm working. I'm working on mine too. Right. Uh, right. So, how do you feel as um as as a Christian? Um, actor and, and entertainer mm-hmm. how has that affected how you've maneuvered through the entertainment business and just hollywood in general i love it um the only thing like now i'm starting to get picked up on the major shows like i was just well, last week um with uh my girl jessine she was funny hey, i was out. with country wayne he don't cuss mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying we had country wayne we had my frat brother uh red grant who's who's dope michael blackson lil duval we was all on the same show and it's like now people are starting to like that and understand that. Right. But before they wouldn't. But I'm be honest with y'all, I was killing the game because because of the fact I didn't. Right. And some of my you know, it's no disrespect to none of the comics, but some of the people that I grew up admiring, I have way more money than them. Mm. Because they're doing the chitlin circuit. Mm. I'm doing corporate events. Right. So you you can say all what you want. I don't care if you don't know me. That bank account know me when I go in there. Hey, that's what I'm talking and about. And do what I need to do. Right. So right. it's like it's it's about making smart moves, <laughs> right. working smarter, not harder. Mm. You know, and you'd be surprised. And so I'm the spokesperson for United Way, Greater Twin Cities United Way. I do a lot of stuff with uh, this company called Brookdale Health. Like they got me on billboards, and uh, you know I host so much stuff because yeah. of I I still have a respectable image, mm. and that's what some people need to understand. If you have a that's respectable important. image, people want to lash on to you. As 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 a lot. So like, if you look at these uh, these athletes and all of everything, as soon as they do one thing that mess up, what happens? It's a wrap. What happened with Tiger Woods? Right. Tiger Woods. They oh 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 they took it they took it all away. Mm-hmm. You know. So you and have I'll, to still I'll, maintain the image just so you can get paid. It's about at the end of the day, it's about respect, family, God, 
Well, I was about to say capital because you know, <laughs> <laughs> re- you know, re- respect, family, God. But in the order of God, family, and respect, right? And that's how you want to just live your life, you know. And that's what it is. That's just how I live my life. Mm. Word, word. And we was talking earlier. I tell people just like we said. If you, mm-hmm. if you don't like me, something wrong with you. Exactly. Because <laughs> I never hate on anybody. Out of, out of my forty sexy years of living, I never <laughs> hated on anybody. The only thing I ever did was react. I don't mm-hmm. act. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you're going to get people who, when, when you're being successful, making moves and doing what you're doing, they're going to try to, they're going to try to get at you. Mm. You know, and sometimes you can walk away. I say walk away. Yeah. Let's say if they be too disrespectful. Because that's what they're looking for is to uh, for you to react right and to do something so they can be like oh I told you I told you can't you wait know? to hate right oh my god but to, but to be honest with you some of them are your friends yeah your haters is never somebody that don't know you I know graffiti right <laughs> hey man <laughs> hey man <laughs> now nah, professional hater hey. right right right. <laughs> But hold up, man, when we started the podcast, or when we unofficially started the podcast, right. it came on with you talking about being in a dress. <laughs> let's, let's, let's please iron out what that was about. Right, right. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. Can, can we iron that out? Because then I'll be on some blogs. <laughs> <laughs> he a Christian, but he in a dress. No, no so the Medea movies. Yeah, so I do the Medea movies. And, um, you know, I've been doing it since 2003 mm-hmm. was the first movie. And, you know, it was a blessing to be able to do it. But it, it was hard for me that, that first week. You know, I was excited about doing it because of what they told me I was going to get paid. Mm. And then to be around certain artists and, you know, certain things and breaking it to the movie industry. Right. But I swear to good, that first day, I, it, 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 it hurt me. Yeah. Because I was, I'm, and I'm going to send this picture to y'all. I'm going to show y'all <laughs> this picture. I swear to good, I, man, I was in a dress looking like my grandmama. Yeah. In church, Koji. Looked like I was Church of God. Right. <laughs> I was so mad. I swear to good, I was mad. I was just sitting there like, man, what what am I doing? Right. What am I doing? Did they tell you beforehand or were they just like, no, just, they, just oh, they oh yeah, Tyler and them told me straight up. Okay. They're like, well, you know, um, this is what's going to have to happen. Mm. This is what you're going to do. And I was just like, I don't know if I can do it. I don't know. I don't know if I can do it. And they was like, but here's the bag. Exactly. I was like, <laughs> hello, Brown, if you don't tell me right now, stop popping that gum. I, you can say what you want. Said collecting them coins. <laughs> you know, talking about them coins. So, and that was the thing. But the one thing that it did show me was sometimes you you just have, you see the, you see it? Am I mad? I'm Yo, mad. Uh, mad. I'm mad. It's upset. I'm mad. I'm mad. I'm telling you. Like, uh, like, right. the, like the little kid that show up when he couldn't take his toy to school. Right. I was just right. about to I say, was, man. I was so My mad. My mom said I can't I, spend I, the I night. Good, when I tell y'all, <laughs> I was upset. Now, the one thing that it did show me was it didn't define who I was. <laughs> right. It was a role. Yeah. It was acting, you know. And I and, and uh, like like when Will Smith played on, what was it, uh, Six Degrees of Separ- Separation or something. Yeah. I remember mm-hmm. he was gay. And doing and you know what I mean? So it's like you you just portray it's just a role. It doesn't right. define you. So that's why I didn't care. Then the other thing is nobody knew it was me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a fact. In the movie, nobody know no, they, no to this day, nobody only person could tell to it was day. me. To this day. To this day. Is my is my it was my grandmother, God rest her soul, and my mom. Mm. They knew me. They knew right where I was and the stunts and all that stuff. Mm. How did that come about though? Like that's that's kind of random. Well, yeah, because I was I was in uh Atlanta. And I was with uh, Marcus D. Wiley, uh, Jonathan Slocum, um, you know, some some Christian heavy hitters. Yeah. Mm. With comedy, we was at New Birth, and I did a joke where I said I couldn't imagine if Medea was a Jehovah Witness. <laughs> you know what I mean? Going door to door. Because I grew up a Jehovah Witness with my father. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they came in the back and they thought it was funny. 
And they was like, yo, because I impersonated them and everything. And they said, well, you ever thought about doing the movies, whatever? Now, I thought I was going to, you know, I thought I was sexy. <laughs> so I thought I was going to put the baby oil on and sing and <laughs> right, all that stuff. Right. Be the love interest. Right, right. They be like, the no, yeah, boyfriend. Yeah. I want to be the one that. Shamar. Yeah, the, the, that's how it the is in their movies. Braids, put yeah. them lace front braids on. <laughs> mm-hmm. let, let Charles Gregory put them lace front braids. <laughs> right. But then when they told me, they was like, no, we want you to play Medea. And I was like, what? You want me to dress up like a woman when I in Atlanta? Are you crazy? I ain't gonna No, I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> I told him I'm I'm six foot four, two hundred and forty five pounds strong. Member Kappa, I'm not gonna dress up like no woman. They said, This is how much you're gonna pay you. To this day, we just did our last move. <laughs> I was like, All right, give me the money right now. We going to <laughs> And keep it moving. But right. still to this day, fourteen years later, nobody knows it's me. Hey. All right, so you bring up something mm-hmm. with that. Mm. Recently, there yeah. was some controversy around Steve Harvey. This ties mm-hmm. in too with the comedy, mm-hmm. where he kind of said what you just said, but in a different way. Mm-hmm. With, I don't know if you've seen that with him and Monique. Yeah, when they got into it, mm-hmm. what was your take on that? I mean, because well, you know, the one thing is, I just feel that Steve can't tell Monique. You know what I mean? Because that's that's her. You're your own entity. Yeah. Right. That's like I can't tell you what you're going through and what you're doing. I can lead you with some advice. Right. But 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 to say Monique is wrong or to say that because they don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Monique's going through everything that she's going through. Was she a heavy hitter? Yeah. Monique is a heavy. She was the first one. Like remember, she had a talk show. Yeah. She was queen of cops. She she was doing a thing. Oscar and winner. Oscar winner. All of that stuff. But the thing is, she starts standing up for herself, asking for the rights. Mm-hmm. You know, and then that's when um, Netflix and everybody's like, well, you can't be asking everything. You can't, you know, you demand it. Why not? Right. If you look at all of the um, the, the white actresses and stuff, they'd be like, oh, no, I'm cool. I know I, this is what I want. This is what I demand, excuse me. And that's what they get. Right. That's just like the lady who just pulled out of the animation movie because the 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 previous guy who did a lot of the cartoon animation was part of the Me Too thing mm. where, oh, where they yeah. got him oh, right. wow. but, but she said you know what I'm not going to do this because he's there mm. so she pulled out and that's showing her power or what she can do now unfortunately they just were like well they don't people don't want to mess with her right but you can, I cannot tell y'all how to go through and do things of what y'all doing right you know what I mean now me personally especially with the Netflix situation I would have been like okay you don't want to give me this amount well let me go ahead and but I take that five hundred thousand, whatever it is, right? And I was like five hundred thousand. You still don't want five hundred thousand? But I get it, right? Because she knows her worth. But show them, mm-hmm. prove to them. See, that was my thing too, because like you got to definitely know your worth. Mm-hmm. But like, like you said, I mean, and granted, my money ain't nowhere near Monique's. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna take this opportunity with this little bit that you gave me, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna do a hell of a special, and mm-hmm. I might. Shop that somewhere else. Like, mm-hmm. all right, well, Netflix ain't talking about nothing. Hulu, mm-hmm. what's up? Mm-hmm. Or Kevin Hart, you know, something, mm-hmm. and, and move that around. And I think that's what Steve was trying to say. But the argument turned into Steve saying. Defensive. Yeah. It's ego defensive. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? And I, that's what that's all I'm just saying. I mean, yeah. I mean to cut you off. No, no, you get But that's what happens when you get two heavy hitters. Mm. Instead of being calm and calm, they begin to ego. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A lot, a lot of rap battles started that way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Well, he, well, man, you know he's good, but you know, blah, blah, blah. but then that's how it starts. Right. But my my point is, if you look, okay, I'm gonna use Friday. How much money did it cost Friday to make? Not that much. Couldn't have been that well, much. Like 50, How many budget, like low budget movies cost, but but went to be major? 
Right. And mm-hmm. that's what I felt Monique could have done mm-hmm. because she still got the following. Right. She still like when she goes, she still sell out. And you know that's I mean? and that was my it was and is my gripe with Monique. Mm-hmm. It's like she been on this press run, she been everywhere, everywhere talking about everything, but we ain't seen no content yet. Mm-hmm. So it's like mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you kinda gotta give us what it mm-hmm. is that mm-hmm. we know you for and that you're fighting for. Like, mm-hmm. all right, you're saying give me some money to be funny. Mm-hmm. Where's the Monique stand up? Like Right. But see, let me tell you what a lot of people do now. You know what I mean? Because of the Netflix, because of the YouTubes and all that stuff, they don't want you to record their sets. Yeah. Mm. Because that, that makes the demand. Right. But there's two, there's twofold. It's a good thing so your stuff is not leaking. So when you do get that opportunity to do what you have to do, you got all new material, y'all, you got to do everything. But if they don't see you, you know what I mean? You're like, oh, they're, you know, they're, they're washed up. Yeah. Like a lot of people thought Sinbad was washed up. Yeah. I, I was I was having a conversation with somebody. He was like, oh, man, Sinbad. I said, what? Oh, Sinbad. Sinbad killing work, the game. It's working. Mm. And, and Sinbad is so smart in the industry. Like, he's my favorite comic. I love Sinbad. You know what I mean? Because of, he's clean. He do he does what he do. And, and big shout out to my boy Chase Anthony, who opens up for Sinbad. Work. Who I'm hating on because I wanted that spot. <laughs> <laughs> but he's a young guy up and coming and doing his thing. So I, I love it. But Sinbad made a lot of moves. Sinbad did a lot of things. He's just like Monique. Yeah. He didn't he didn't take stuff because of if it was it was less than what he wanted. Right, right. But right. the thing was Sinbad didn't try to blast people out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's the and that's the other thing with, he just with kept Monique. Working. He just kept working. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Monique was blasting. Yeah. When she went on Lee Daniels and then started, I was like, Oh, don't do Tyler Neal. Please don't do Tyler Neal. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. And it's just it's like so like when you start calling out people, the best thing to do is move in silence. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then show them your worth. Because if, if if you just pop up, the best person, you know, the best for me, what I've seen, when, when you show up and show out is when nobody know about you. Yep. Mm. When, when it's just like you feel like you fell off, then you come back like Eddie Kane Jr., blame. You know what <laughs> right. I'm saying? And they'd be like, yo, where you been? And he's hot. Yeah. That's why people have comeback albums. Yeah. That's why people do stuff. That's but real. what try, people try to do is just, I need to keep myself relevant. I need to keep myself. But they're diluting their content. Right. Mm. You know? So speaking of Lee Daniels, uh, what do you think Jesse Smollett should do at this point? Tell. <laughs> just tell on Lee Daniels because that's, that's a whole empire. Just tell on that, him. Just tell on him. That's a whole empire. Like, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm I'm be honest. You know, we all, as me, we all, like, don't, you cannot tell me y'all didn't sit there and really dissect all of that. So Listen, was, man. So it wasn't just Jesse's idea. No. Listen, no, when mean, the news dropped, mm-hmm. I said, man, this got to be a plot for an episode of Empire. <laughs> so did I. But, but, but look, I may not be the smartest guy in the world, but I, when, when he said they put a noose around his neck. Yeah. Right, yeah. and he showed up at the station with the noose. Still who on. gonna keep the noose on, bro? Who's Not only keep, that, I swear to God, who gonna keep the noose on? My man finished his subway sandwich. Right, <laughs> foot long. I think it was. Yeah. Was the foot long? Jesse, Jesse probably got the foot long. Yeah, he probably got the foot long. <laughs> no, it was a lot. It was a lot going on in that story. Right, but this is the part that got me. He said they threw bleach. Mm. Mm. Now he in Chicago. Now bleach freezes at what? Negative eight degrees. I'm, getting, I'm not a right. chemist. Scientific. Right. I'm just. I'm letting you know. See, this, hey, I'm, look, I'm, I, I, I tell jokes. I'm not a joke. I, this is real. Bleach freezes at negative eight degrees. Right. It was negative what 18, 19 mm. outside. So if they'd have threw bleach, you would have had a concussion. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what they said. Bleach would have knocked your ass. <laughs> right. It would have knocked you out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then after I seen it and I saw his face, this was the first time before he came out with the other stuff. Yeah. I said, I know who he fought. Mm. Bow Wow. Because Bow Wow <laughs> and then was fighting. <laughs> so they both had like the same type of scratches right. until all the other stuff happened and, and his video footage came out. Right. So, but my honest opinion he was at the club, uh, one of the one of the club with the kids. That's why I called the club with the kids. Yeah, mm-hmm. there was the kids. They was at the club, and, mm-hmm. and he was probably trying to get at some talking some dude. Dude, I swear I said the same and thing. And then the other dude, dudes, dude came and fought the dude, dude, dudes, mm-hmm. and he got beat up. Yeah, so dudes. Right, it's all dudes, <laughs> and then that's what happened. And he called Lee Din Daniels like, dude, I got beat up. Help me out. Right, I need some help. But well, this is what we gonna do. And then afterwards, when he went to jail. Police said, "You got something to say?" He was like, "Tell the truth, <laughs> tell the truth." That's his first thing. Yeah, boy, yeah. some of y'all slow on this thing. No, no, no. Now we played. Now we played that last episode. We ahead of the game, but tell uh, the truth. I said the same thing, man. Lee Daniels orchestrated a, a yeah. little story for him. I was like, "All right, mm-hmm. check it out." Mm-hmm. It was MAGA. Just yeah. say MAGA, and everybody oh, was like, yeah. "Oh yeah, mm-hmm. man, pray for Jesse." Then you got your president. Then you put the president in it that we already don't like. Yeah. So then you make us look even worse. I told you they lied. I told you. You know what I mean? <laughs> that makes it look bad. Speaking of which, mm-hmm. Michael Cohen. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's testifying. He testified, but he brought the receipts. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He brought the receipts. So I watched it. Yeah. And it seems like they was trying to make they what um, – this is what I feel. What Trump's people was trying to do – was forced to fact discredit that he's a liar. Mm. He's lying. He's lying. He's liar. In court, he knows he's lying. Right. But why was he lying? You know what I'm saying? It's why like was he, he lying? It's like the president was making me lie. Right. And right. that's what he said. Well, how do we know you're not lying now? How do you know you're not lying now? Because the president's not making me lie. Exactly. <laughs> and that's that's my whole point. But that's how they was just trying to um, paint that picture. Right. Right. Oh, man. 2020 coming up. You, yeah. You, uh, how you feel about politics? You ain't in, endorsing nobody openly, or um, you know what? I what I like to do, I like to start researching. Okay. Myself, so I like to start researching, like all the way around, like even locally huh, at, at home. Even though I live in Dallas, I still like to research, right? And, and you know, just see, because mm. a lot of times we make impulses, uh, impulsive, you know, choices. I.e., Donald Trump. There's people that mad that they voted for Donald mm. because they wanted uh quote unquote change, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. And but yeah, now he's upset was about it. Man, right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that tripped me out though. That that literally tripped me out. When when he said I said, Oh, he ain't gonna be president. Yeah. No, you can't just grab the no, you can't. You can't <laughs> now you can't be president. Oh no, you talk about the vets. Oh, you can't just grab and, and talk about vets. And guess what he did? I was not shocked, man. Cause cause because of America's obsession with celebrity mm. and viral entertainment. Right. Donald Trump mastered that. Mm. And we looking at this as a, a reality show mm. when it's, this is America for real. Right. It, it is. <laughs> but, but I'm be honest with y'all. I knew, I knew, I knew that uh, Hillary Clinton wasn't going to win mm. because the, the society didn't even want to see a women's Ghostbusters. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Think about it. Women's Ghostbusters <laughs> failed miserably. Oh man! In the box office, 
It so why, why do you think they're going to let them? It wasn't good either. But yeah. I'm just saying. I'm just <laughs> but yeah, saying. yeah, I got you. I got but you. But women are funny. <laughs> women are but funny. Women are funny. <laughs> right. But it's, it's like, it's just, you know, they're, they're not at that point right then. Yeah. Because that's too much for them. They was trying to bring it back in. Right. Mm. And that's just what happened, unfortunately. Yeah. Oh, man, man, man. Hey! You kids, quit slamming my goddamn door! Damn! Shed G. So what do yeah. we have? What do we have coming next? What can we expect next from Shed G? Man, right now, so I'm about to start. I, I, I held out for too long mm-hmm. on doing skits and spoofs, and you know, with all of the movie knowledge and you know, filming and stuff that I know how to work cameras and do everything. Yeah, I held out too long, so I'm about to start doing some skits. I'm about to start. Um, I'm really touring now, so I'm doing a lot of concerts. So, I, you know, I'm doing the Belle Bib DeVoe with, um, with uh, Bobby Brown. Oh, okay. Uh, I got Life Jenny. So it's like I'm doing a lot of concerts because I'm pretty much a musical dude. I right. love music. That's my first love. But still acting and touring. I'm really putting myself out there. So Word. Uh, That's real. How's Bobby doing? Bobby, Bobby good. His lip's still the same, but he's straight. <laughs> Bobby eating, shouty. I'm telling y'all. His lips people can say whatever. Same. People can say whatever about Bobby and them. They eat like right now is that era where the people that I grew up listening to mm. they all winning because old school concerts is what's killing the game. Right, mm. right, 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 right. That and biopics. Yeah, right, 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 right. So there's a lot of stuff that's doing it, and it's just all playing. So it all comes around. Yeah, you know what I mean. There's two. There's two groups who I wish the lead singer didn't die. Mm. H Town mm. and God Dog High Five. If those two groups lead singing it, boy, that'd be a hell of a concert. That's true. Damn, that's real. That's real. How many of y'all will go see uh, H-Town with some Timberland boots on? <laughs> and a baseball bat. There it is. A baseball make, bat. Making it hot. Making it hot. So, oh, My man Shed G. My man Shed G. Uh, plug anything, bro. Anything that you want to throw out there? Some links? How can people get with you um, just on go, social man, media? Just hit me on all social media. At Shed G. S-H-E-D-G. That's yeah. where I am. You know what I mean? Doing a lot of stuff. We got this uh, Church Boys comedy tour. That's off the chain. What mm. we doing? Um, me and my boy Pastor Fred mm. and some other cats. So we already got like nine cities. So my thing is, I'm touring now. I'm just like before I was doing the radio. So yeah. I, I, I kept myself for doing movies and doing stuff to concentrate on that. Now I'm back at it. Word. Nonstop. Word. Well, I know you, you dropped a lot of jewels this episode. If there was one thing, any piece of knowledge that you could leave with the with the world, what would that be? Man, you know the one thing that I would tell somebody is to not worry about anything else around them. Mm. don't worry about anything else around you or what people are doing if you just stay true to yourself and stay focused because I don't know if y'all heard that saying they say keep your head to the sunshine and you can't see the shadows mm. a lot of times what happens with us we get off track because of we're looking around and we'll fall off because we worried about this person that person's blessing is that person's blessing that don't right. mean that's for you you stay over there hey. if you stay on course what God has for you is going to happen you know what I mean? It's like a GPS. Sometimes we get off course when you're on a GPS. What does it say? Rerouting. Right. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So if you believe in it, it's going to reroute you back to where you need to be. But stay stay on stay on that path. Make it plain. There it is. That's real. Facts. Let God reroute you. That part. I learned that from some kids. I said, My man. Well, we, that part. We appreciate you coming through. Shad G. Hey, make some noise y'all make some noise for Shad G. Hey, 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 hey. I'm just laughing how the dude came from the back like security. Yeah, I'm, I was, you know, I'm trying to. Yeah, cordially do the podcast. Y'all like almost that. had uh, a new sound effect on y'all show called Furniture Moving. Because this <laughs> <laughs> is about to be out. I'm about to be out. <laughs> put, put your little deposit on for your mic. <laughs> so we good. Oh man, life is old podcast. I'm your man Graffiti, and I'm Davey. Skirt. We out. 
The fall savings event is going on now at Nexon Buick GMC on Route 22 in Union. It's the season for change, so there's never been a better time to upgrade your style with a new Buick or GMC today. Lease a new 2020 Buick Encore GX Preferred for only $159 per month for 24 months. The leaves aren't the only thing falling this month. Change into your new ride during the fall savings event at Maxon Buick GMC, where you pay less because we say yes. Visit MaxonBuickGMC.com for details. The fall savings event is going on now at Nexon Buick GMC on Route 22 in Union. It's the season for change, so there's never been a better time to upgrade your style with a new Buick or GMC today. Lease a new 2020 Buick Encore GX Preferred for only $159 per month for 24 months. The leaves aren't the only thing falling this month. Change into your new ride during the fall savings event at Maxon Buick GMC, where you pay less because we say yes. Visit MaxonBuickGMC.com for details.